When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You got Rick and Bubba. 28 years uh, we've been at this. The kickoff hour is complete. Uh, Hosted by Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Adler, uh, have all been working with you during the kickoff hour to get you kind of ready to go. We're warming up, get on the field, stretch a little bit. No pepper over here. Uh, But now Bubba and I will join them, uh, and we'll go forward and start creating some brand new Rick and Bubba history. You can participate at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Also, the Wheel of Meat hasn't spun yet, so today or tomorrow it's going to happen. So be paying attention for that. Today we're joined by Dinesh D'Souza. We'll discuss that right out of the gates today. But in order to do that, we got to get the whole team on the field. We're missing one. Uh, I speak, of course, of the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you know him better as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master at a Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Oh, there it is. Yeah, about it. Mm, I tried to use this city part I hadn't used yet. <laughs> I love to cut exactly in. Go, huh? Huh? Uh, well, let me tell you something. When you when you playing off a Prince album, you better know what cut you're playing. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. You better. Boy, yes, that cut sir. ten. You better. That cut ten. You didn't. We didn't want no part of that. <laughs> <laughs> it jumped from nine to ten. We better get off at ten. Um, you, you ever done that, coaching? You look up, you don't like the score. Hey, we got to get off that number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like ca- that number. Let me see the case. Just, yeah. I, I got yeah, into, yeah. I got into Prince Prince, uh, Essentials, <laughs> Prince Essentials uh, a day or two ago. Yeah, hey, well, he's got goodness, some hits. Thank yeah. goodness it wasn't fourteen. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, he's got some hits, but it's like walking through a minefield. It, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you're gonna skip yeah. through some for oh, sure. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. good. No, yeah. Yeah. Good that, that or four. You yeah. Like no, no, you're <laughs> one no, part of that. No, no, no. <laughs> so, uh, so <laughs> I, I mentioned. I, I will say, and there's a side of me that almost just wants to do this. <sighs> Let me tell you, those of you out there. That that really do believe that this election the election was stolen from Trump. The movie Two Thousand Mules and Dinesh D'Souza is about to stir all that up again today. Oh boy! And and uh, he's uh, his 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 Dinesh is uh, he's 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 very thorough Mm -hmm. and he's he can be very convincing, Rick. I know he can. Let me tell you what this is. This has got all the looking of Dinesh is going back to jail. Remember Obama just went and got him. Oh yeah, Obama was mad. He he went out there and got him. Yeah, he uh, he 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 trumped up uh, some kind of uh, in kind donation on a campaign or something. And he said something he did was a was actually a campaign donation when it really wasn't. But anyway, you think the left didn't uh, take Dinesh D'Souza and and look for anything like they did that time? Yeah, like they did that time. Yes. So anyway, he he, can't have a parking ticket. But I've already got my opening question, though, because there is one question that must be answered. You know, the 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 uh, the the documentary may have us all sitting there going, my goodness, it absolutely happened. But the question still is, why couldn't they prove it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's still the question. Yeah, and that, that's, uh, that's what we're going to ask. We're yeah, going right. to ask the hard questions today right, because right. I, I know he knows his stuff. Right, and, 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 and he, he may explain it, and I go, oh, that's why. And mm-hmm. he can stand up to yeah. you know, the burden of proof. So, mm-hmm. And that's what I love about Dinesh. He doesn't back down. He, no. wants, he wants those questions. Mm-hmm. So. He really does. And, uh, he, and, so, and, and I think he'll help us because yeah. unlike a lot of people that try to talk these days, at least he's a good communicator and will understand what he's talking about. Yes. And he'll actually walk out his point. Yes. I Something agree. that is a lost art. 
I agree 100%. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, he's on the show today. Uh, a lot of other things to cover. We have the NFL draft coming up, which uh, has turned into a pretty big event, the way they package it, market it. Uh, you know, these uh, these draft nights for a lot of things now have turned – you used to have a card table and a telephone, and now yeah. they're turned into big production. Mm-hmm. Rick, I did get an update, too. We were talking about monarch butterflies, mm-hmm. and I had a lady uh, email me and said, look, my daughter at the University of Texas does this, and uh, or she may have called the show yesterday. But anyway, she, she followed it up with a uh, – with an email, and and she sent pictures of them actually putting a sticker on a butterfly, mm-hmm. which uh, you know mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. I tell you, some of the butterflies kind of a. I mean, they're kind of a light duty aircraft. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I just don't know if a yeah. sticker on there is really helping well, them out like, w- they, like they're on sale. I wasn't really paying. I wasn't really paying, around no, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention like I should have in the documentary. Like, <laughs> but what they're saying is through their generations that, and you'll notice this when you see them flying. There's some that they refer to as super butterflies, mm-hmm. and and when the genetics work, some of them come out, and I'm telling you, they're as big as small bats. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, they're pretty. I mean, there's no doubt they're yeah, coloring. Yeah, can't be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, see, I, that, that seems like that would be uh, mm-hmm. uh, a burden to – I mean, that's a pretty light-duty aircraft it we're is. talking about. Well, there, apparently they can do it because they're doing it. Well, I know. I mean, I just, yeah, Rick, but you never know. Like they were saying, you know, <laughs> in, that, in that story that we had or uh, about the discovery of the mm-hmm. how they migrate, yeah. he found a dead one right. on the ground. Well, so Bubba, you know what? Maybe he got every, tired of carrying a sticker. All exploration <laughs> has a Gus Grissom. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, yeah, you, you, right. you got some people that have to sacrifice for the for the good I, research. You know, I'm I'm really amazed you were able to bring that up. Uh-huh. How'd you like that? That was mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. I well, was you have to think about it in human Proper terms. placement. Say so they have a guide where you have to put them. Okay. Proper, you can't just put them on there. There's an area. You're telling me I've learned all this stuff about the monarch butterfly, and I don't know where to put the sticker. <laughs> I mean, come on. I know. All right, so. Well, I mean, it's good, to have, it's good to have a guide to go. No, it is. Yeah. 15 minutes past <laughs> the, the hour. We'll be back. we got a lot to do. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Of Ukraine, uh, the crippling sanctions on Russia trade, uh, they're showing to have massive ripple effects uh, around uh, uh, the world, including right here in the United States. Uh, you know, it's not just the, at the gas pump. You know, of course, we got problems there too because we left, you know, energy independence. Uh, you combine that with the Russia invasion, and we see the effects of that. Uh, food prices are soaring right now. Uh, President Biden, with regard, regard to food shortages, you remember this? He said, hey, this is going to be real. Thank you very much. Uh, inflation, as it continues to skyrocket, the dollar is becoming uh, worth less every day. Uh, transitions, uh, you know, some some of those nest eggs uh, uh, starting to lose their value. But you could take that nest egg and, and you could make it something of worth by investing in gold and silver from Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an IRA or a 401k into a tax-sheltered account but it will be now in gold and silver. Uh, get started now. Here's how you do it. Real simple. Just text Rick Bubba, put it together, Rick Bubba to 989-898. Rick Bubba to 989-898. Thousands of satisfied customers, A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Birch Gold can help you protect your savings, so do that text now. The message is Rick Bubba, put it together, and you text that to 989-898 and get a free info kit on gold now there's no obligation to do it but at least you can get informed text rick bubba to 989-898 protect your savings with gold that's rick bubba to 989-898 rick and bubba show 866 we be big is the number uh, as we make our way back uh are you okay greg uh we may have had our first studio injury what happened to greg he popped himself in the face with the headphones. Yo, Have you ever done that? Oh, yeah, I hate hurt. when that happens. How about it, it hurts? It slips out of your hand while you got them pulled Get your out. Eye? Yeah. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. Wow. When it hits you right on the eyeballs, that what happened. Yeah, that felt good. Uh, I mean, it, how about it? It really, it really <laughs> I mean, hurt. It, it stunned you for a minute. It, it, well, it does hurt. you got those headphones sprung yeah, out. You if one side it. slips, it'll hit well, you At right least the you face. found them. They dis- where, 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 yesterday after the show, there was a uh, headphones 
Uh, yeah, well, he asked, uh, Greg's headphones. I just asked why they were. It wasn't a big deal. Well, you were crying about it. Started crying about it. Because I figured I might have put them somewhere and not remembered even I leaving them. I had them. Yeah. Pam's had them. Yeah, no, but, had it, but it was funny, though, because, you know. Funny, Greg, it was. I mean, I wasn't mad about it. Evidently. Yeah, you were. Evidently. Oh, here he goes. He's jumping on that RP because he's been in a bad mood all morning. Wait, but here's here's the audio. Quit making that up. But, uh, That's the way it felt. Just but now, hurt. what was funny is because the way we all are to watch Greg's mind go. Oh my gosh! If I put them somewhere, and I just don't remember. <laughs> I can't uh, I do That's, that all the time. Because let me tell you something. There was a day when I ruled myself out a lot sooner than I will now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you one <laughs> thing, Rick. I will not touch them again. Yeah. Well. Okay. Hey. Not. Hey. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey. Seriously, I'd appreciate that. Yes, I will not touch them. Again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Since, Baby brother, I did not realize I'd impacted y'all today. It's like touching a man's underwear. Well, it affected his, which affected us. That's what I'm getting at. Here he goes. You know it. Look, I tell you one thing. If y'all making stuff up. I am too. Well, when I first walked in the door today, I got that question, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize. I thought that was the first time. I didn't know oh. that it was going on yesterday. Oh yeah, too. after the show, straight See, up, it I, was what happened. I was to my headphones. To use and them, you man. know, you know how he is. Who got my headphones? Greg I had am. to do a commercial, so he went to his microphone to do it. That's I am, not a big uh, deal. I've grabbed that Sharpie <laughs> and highlighter today too. I'm afraid that I put it back. I put it back. Put it back. Hey, by the way, Helms, if you've got time today, you can go up to Pleasant Valley and push Greg on his own property. If you don't mind. What happens? What happens? is I have to use there's a microphone I use for like conference calls and stuff yeah. and the I love that microphone the um it's the blue yeti yeah I like uh-huh. that blue yeti and um, <laughs> the the microphone jack has a different than mine well I thought it was yeah. and so I've been using his yeah. but Ever since I got these, I think I can use these now. But okay. I just got oh, in the yeah. habit of taking but, them. Sure. You know, these don't belong to me. I don't yeah, own evidently. Them. I don't own them. So you got in the habit of touching my stuff? Yep. Yeah. I break <laughs> that habit. And I'm Done quote, with that. And I'm quoting Bubba on this one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Bubba, I know that, that any any snake bite story moves to the top. Uh, well, you know? uh, we had this story yesterday, and I, I didn't get to it. I was really it. shocked we uh, didn't get to it yesterday. Well, we, we had a few things that we got behind them. Uh, Kerry, and I think his, I don't know how you say his last name. I have I'm no saying L's. I know that's not right. E L W E S. He's known uh, for, he's an actor. He's uh, been on The Princess Bride. A lot of people know him from that. Uh, I remember him from Days of uh, Thunder. He was in Days of Thunder. Yep. He also mm-hmm. was in uh, uh, Twister. Twister. Yeah. He was the meteorologist that got sucked the, up in the, the evil yeah. meteorologist. Yeah, he was, who was, yeah, cutting with, corners with their, and. You talk about that window you, you, van. You, you talk about a stretch. We've got a bad guy meteorologist yes. against the good guy meteorologist. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Storm chaser. Adler, how do you say his last name? You no, know who? Adler doesn't know. I, I, I actually don't it. know. A big fan of Princess Bride, but I don't yeah. know how to say his Funny name. Funny stuff. Well, he, uh, he, he ran into a little problem at his Malibu, uh, California home. He suffered a uh, rattlesnake bite to his Ooh. finger. While he was out working in the yard, um, and it brought on a whole story about rattlesnake bites and snake bites and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and in this story, it was in the USA Today. Uh, they said approximately seven to eight thousand people per year are bitten by venomous snakes. I thought that was that was more than I expected. Really, out of out of three hundred twenty million, three hundred thirty million. That's still not I, I a just, lot. I didn't think a lot of them were. Um, but we have about five deaths annually, which was a little lower than I thought right. from the same, uh, snake bite. So they said the risk of long-term disability or permanent injury is much higher than that, but, uh, actual deaths about five. So Russ Wheeler is okay. No, that's so funny. I forgot his <laughs> name was Russ Wheeler. There it is. <laughs> Thunder. Let's go with Russ yeah. Wheeler. But it's uh, you know, who drove the Hardy's car. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it's uh, look. Let's face look it. At that. Getting bit by a venomous snake is a thumbs down. I mean, yeah, no, you know, no, no, nobody yeah. wants that. Yeah. Ugh, that's nasty. Um, Yikes. Rick, Who's you know, for that? Nobody. Nobody. You know the the thing too. We were talking about medical procedures the other day, or you guys were about uh, CPR. How that keeps changing. Mm-hmm. And and <clears> I'm the point now. I don't know what you're supposed to do because you know we learned when we were little. Now they've changed it. They've gone to the no breathing in where you just do the chest compressions but you know the snake bite thing has changed too well the last i remember us discussing this it really now i don't know what you do for those that that there is no time but the thing they're saying now because of the damage that can be done is if if unless you're just in the middle of nowhere 
the biggest, most important thing is just get them to the hospital as quick as you can. Right. Uh, well, don't that's, don't that, start cutting on it. Don't start mm-hmm. messing with it. And now if you further away, now is the tourniquet still in? That's where no, I'm confused. He, here's the thing, because they said uh, it's four things. They said gently wash the area with soap if available, if not peroxide, alcohol, or antibiotic cream. Um, reduce movement. Apply a pressure dressing for a bitten limb, not a tourniquet. Um, uh, to in other words, uh, wrap it, but not not in a tourniquet uh, matter. In are other you, words, are, just cover the wound. Yes, yeah, it's not talking about wrap it no. at all, is it? Immobilize the affected extremity in a neutral position. Uh, uh, use a straight piece of wood. Plastic metal will do. Call nine one one. Well, what do you mean? That, that's a tourniquet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What he would? What do you mean? Well, like, what we, what we no, they're wood? saying they're saying they're saying they're saying put it in a splint, almost oh, like it's okay. Uh, I see what you're saying. Like it's yeah. a, a broke bone. What okay, I see, like I've never heard that something. before. Well, what that when means we is don't up, move it around. They're trying yeah, to get it yeah. not to move a lot. I see, but okay. people would at <clears> times uh, try to elevate a limb that was swelling, but all that did was help the poison yeah. go towards your heart, which is what you're wanting to avoid. Um, so, the, but the tourniquet's out there. The, you Look, know, well, old now, days you had a tourniquet. Mm-hmm. They wanted you to cut the wound. Don't do that. And they wanted you to suck the poison Don't out if you that. didn't have a if you didn't have a wound in your mouth. Remember that? Uh, Did you remember the little? Suck? Now we got the suction cups. We yeah. had those for a while. Yeah. But right. they, they don't want you to do any of that now. In all capital letters, it says we stop the, the movement. So stop <clears throat> moving is the big. That's a biggie. Don't move that, it around. That blood flow, mm-hmm. boy. And and it kind of like the, I think the case it was a couple years ago here locally. I think the majority of deaths are when people have allergic reaction to no them. doubt. Yeah. That's that's normally mm-hmm. the ones that. Bubba, right, if you would have been right. bitten as far out as you were this past weekend, how Ooh. far from a hospital do you think you were? Time wise, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know, probably an hour. Mm. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been pleasant. You know the thing about the the uh, the Boy, venom too. What it, what it does is it it causes your blood to thicken up, mm-hmm. and that's how it actually kills mm-hmm. the uh, the skin or the the uh, the flesh. Where it happens, you know that's the problem. It, I can't say that word this early. Mm. Coagulates the blood. No, not a boy. So they have to when they give you anti venom, it's thinning that out. Yeah. So five and three hundred thirty million chance you may die. Which is good odds. That's good. You like mm-hmm. that? Yeah. But I still don't want to deal with no. it. No. <laughs> no. And, not uh, if you're in the five. And uh, you know we only have in our state four poison snakes. The coral snake's a little bit of a toss-up because they look like king snakes, so you yeah. got to know your colors. That's where red touching yellow yeah. kills a fella. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us today. Should have come Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, will be with us. He's got another documentary. Uh, this one, 2,000 Mules, uh, the upcoming documentary film. He says he will really reveal the truth. He's done his research about what really happened in the 2020 election. So we'll see. That, are, that, that should be an interesting interview. He always is. So that's coming up uh, next hour. Uh, Relief Factor in the Rick and Bubba show. I, I just want to say, Meg, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, thanks for the email. Uh, Meg, just uh, want everybody to know, like a lot of us, Rick Burgess included, uh, we first started hearing about Relief Factor. I was like, mm. So, um, you know, and of course, Greg, you, you can imagine his first speech on it. But but the, the, the more you start using it, um, you know, the more you realize, hey, there's something to this. And, and, and look, it's not going to be the answer for everybody, but uh, we're sitting right at a little over 70% of the people that do the quick start pack say, I, I see uh, enough relief that I, I'm, I, this, this was what I was looking for. And Meg is one of those people out of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. She said, my right hip had been giving me so much pain that I was losing a lot of sleep. That made me grumpy. Uh, that didn't make things very pleasant there at the house. He <laughs> said, the past two weeks, I've actually slept through the night without pain waking me up. Thanks to Relief Factor. I'm rested. I'm feeling much better. Uh, as I mentioned, she said she was skeptical. But she can honestly say Relief Factor does reduce inflammation, which in turn, she said, my pain has been reduced considerably. Uh, so I hope this will work for you. It's all natural. That's the beauty. Uh, some of the things we try to do to manage pain, I mean, they're really not designed to be a lifestyle for us, which means if we overuse them, they can be problematic. But but uh, with four botanicals, we, we don't have that problem. I take two packets every day. So go to uh, relieffactor.com or get the link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors and get your quick start pack for nineteen ninety five. All right, so update on the whatever we call it now. I mean, it's... Um, 
we can't. Nobody can even decide whether we're going. We do we. Is it still a pandemic? I, so, COVID, COVID, COVID. I saw something hilarious uh, the other day. I forget who the person was. Remember, this is out of the coronavirus conference, uh, which has been around yeah. for for a long time. <laughs> oh, it was the Kamala Harris thing, and they said, "Well, you know, there's still people, you know, that are testing positive for it, even though the severity of it." Praise the Lord seems to have waned. And the person looked at the camera and says, you mean like we continue to catch all coronaviruses? Yeah. Uh, you, you talking about because it's a coronavirus, that, yeah. that probably yeah. means that it'll be around in some form uh, unless somebody finally comes up with the cure to the common cold probably for, for a while. The uh, cure to the common cold, uh, the flu, right. a couple uh, other uh, things. Yeah. We, we haven't been able to vaccinate them away, have we? Now, well, now trying to keep up with the high priest of health, uh, Fauci. <laughs> it's it's uh, busy. Boy, it, it, it is busy, busy, busy. Somebody is going to attempt today to try to say, you got to understand the person that, that somehow, uh, you know, I understand how he may have got the gig to begin with. How he continues to have the gig, I don't get. Highest paid federal federal employee in the country, Rick, making a little over four hundred thousand a year. The president makes four hundred. Look, so first of all, you're, you're going to hear Fauci and, and Bubba said he's even had to walk this back. He's sort of, kinda trying to tell us we're out of the pandemic phase, but then not really. Yeah, I've got uh, the story on the walk back, yeah, so let's right, let's set it up right, where it, so, what he so, said. Yeah. So here comes him trying to sort of, kinda, maybe say the pandemic phase is over. Here we go, Dr. Fauci. Let me broaden this out and ask you. Here we are. It's the end of April. It's the spring of 2022. How close are we to the end of this pandemic? Well, that's an unanswerable question for the following reason. And, and I don't want to be evasive about it, but let me tell you why I'm giving you that answer, Judy. We are certainly right now in this country out of the pandemic phase. Namely, we don't have 900,000 new infections a day and tens and tens and tens of thousands of hospitalizations and thousands of deaths. We are at a low level right now. So if you're saying, are we out of the pandemic phase in this country? We are. What we hope to do, I don't believe, and I've, and I've spoken about this widely, we're not going to eradicate this virus. If we can keep that level very low and intermittently vaccinate people, and I don't know how often that would have to be, Judy, that might be every year, that might be longer, in order to keep that level low. But right now, we are not in the pandemic phase in this country. Well, oh, well, no. That Watch one, it. that mm-hmm. one comment to Judy Woodruff on the, on the mm-hmm. PBS News Hour has <laughs> set off alarms everywhere, and Dr. Anthony Fauci has now had to walk back his oh. comments that the U.S. was no longer in the pandemic phase. Phase. The latest jumbled messaging from the administration's chief medical advisor uh, was part of that. Uh, the Biden administration and Fauci were scrambling this week to emphasize that the country is still in the midst of a pandemic and that the emergency measures are still needed after Fauci told PBS the exact opposite. But but I just heard, how the, I thought he's the high priest of health. I just heard him say, but here's the reasons you can't say it's a pandemic anymore. And now he's basically had to go back and say, well, yes, we are. But he just told you why you would say we're not in a pandemic phase anymore. And that is that we don't have 900,000 new cases a day. We don't have tens of thousands of deaths. And that that's what you have to have to be defined as pandemic. He says we are not in a pandemic anymore. We're really just dealing with a virus that we're trying to find a way to live with it, and it probably isn't ever going away completely. But then he gets in trouble, so he has to walk it back. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you really you can't figure out what the administration really wants here. I mean, I tell you what they want. Well, I I can't, they they will tell you on one hand, they need to keep certain things in place because they want control of it. And the science dictates it. And on the other hand, they're trying to have a free for all like at the border where just anybody can come in. uh, You know, we're not checking them this. We're wanting to do away with the, uh, the section 42 requirements that were COVID related. Uh, by the way, a federal judge has stopped that mm-hmm. now. Um, but I, I, you, you want masks on airplanes, but you don't want masks on illegal illegal immigrants coming into the country. Right. I, it's just really hard to follow what you're trying to accomplish. It here. is. Mm-hmm. And, and so looking at that point, which, by the way, is a staggering point, and we've been trying to 
stay with it because it makes zero sense because what people actually do is what they really think. So, and I'm not saying this is the case, okay? I'm just telling you, if you don't want people to think this, don't do what you just said, okay? If you keep that border open and these people go unchecked and they're not required to do any things that you're trying to force Americans to do, we have to then come to the conclusion that what Dr. Fauci just said on PBS is actually true. Right. Okay? But he has to walk it back because if we say what he just said is true, then we can't use that at the midterm elections. Right. Right. I mean, what other con- conclusion See, that, can I come to? Th- that's right. gonna that's it, gonna it, keep you from having judges come up with these ridiculous oh, overruling legislatures. Right. By the way, right. uh, some of these ridiculous drive up and and cram votes in a box right. that uh, that's just well, so vote it, harvesting and everything else, and everybody knows. So if I walk up to a judge and I'm trying to get that us to say things we normally don't allow, will allow, and, we'll, and why would I allow it? Because we're in a pandemic. Right. right now, if you're not right. in a pandemic, then I can't make that case. So Fauci just says that, that kind of throws a wrench in sure your plans. It sure it does. Mm-hmm. And, so, then, and then you go back to, if anybody would just pay attention, if we all are still in a pandemic and it is, it is I'm talking about it, the Grim Reaper rides the streets named COVID-19 latest variant. Right. If that is really true, then the border would be locked shut. Yes. And 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 it is not, so that we know that everybody knows either either we are the daredevils of pandemics, okay? Right. Or we really aren't in one anymore. Right. Okay, it, it's it's I, it, I would it, say we're not I mean to me a pandemic <clears throat> means a certain amount of people are getting sick and dying. Oh, and you got to change the way things and, are going. All and that's, that yeah. right now. It's not happening, guys. No. Let's be happy. Can't we be happy? No, that we're not because we're that not yet? through the midterm elections. Because <laughs> so I mean, true. there's there's been times, uh, you know, during this, especially during the Omicron, it seemed like everybody and their brother had it. It's mm-hmm. almost like you see them trying to tote this this get this bucket of water to the midterm yeah. elections, and all the water keeps coming out of it, and sloshing, yeah. and, and they keep looking at it, going, "Guys, mm-hmm. we got to get it there." Yeah. And, and and Rick, this well, precisely, have, there there was a uh, a report by the uh, Congressional Accountability Office, the GAO, that came out yesterday where federal investigators have said that there has been so much political influence on our COVID response that that it's just ridiculous. I mean, some of it has just been lost and, and it's been on both administrations. Yeah. Uh, and that, that these people who are supposed to be finding facts and science are being, push to come to a certain end because of what the uh, administration at the time wants. Yeah, well, listen to what Adler's got. He's got another video, and this is the guy's talking about why the way the way Fauci sees these things and the fact that he's been given so much, uh, you know, put in such an important influential role, it, 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 you really don't want a guy who sees the, who's living his life the way he's living it, Mm-mm. and he kind of walks this out here. And what's this guy's name, Adler? This is Dr. Marty McCary from John's. Hopkins University, he's a professor. Not exactly a bastion of conservatism. So here we go. And remember, many of these people have a different risk tolerance in their own world. Dr. Fauci has been vaccinated four times, and he still now says he is not comfortable going to the White House Correspondents' Center this Saturday night. So that is the person that's behind all the COVID policies in the United States. So we got to recognize that's one opinion. Look, Dr. Fauci is allowed to have an opinion. I think he has experience and should weigh in. But let's be honest. And by the way, he's not an infectious diseases doctor. He never did an infectious diseases fellowship. He did a rheumatology fellowship. I want to hear what he has to say. But I've been to about five or six major doctors conferences over the last few months nationwide, large conferences with thousands of doctors. They're not wearing masks, with the rare exceptions, maybe 5 or 10%. So when you have doctors aggregating in auditoriums, doing their lectures and conferences, then at social events with hundreds of people not wearing masks, what does that tell you about the public health guidance that we've gotten? So he said, you can't have a guy telling you how to live who's paranoid and won't go to gatherings, has been vaccinated four times. And he says, I've been to other gatherings as big and bigger with doctors there, and they're not doing it. So you got the guy making policy for all of you that's that's in that category of extremism, and he has the right to do that in his own life, but then he wants you to do it. Do you know how many people have changed jobs since the administration changed? He's still there. I know. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So Elon Musk, he's, uh, he just continues to stir the water a little bit, doesn't he? Oh, I mean, he's, he's, gotta, he's he, having a little fun. You know, all the libs are on oh, high alert, but uh, about ready to jump. Nothing uh, nothing more fun than a lib on high alert. Yeah, that uh, since he has now brought, bought Twitter, 
in the process of buying it, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently some change is already taking place. Mm-hmm. They're losing their mind. They're whining. Well, he's, he's having a little fun. Uh, he teased buying more iconic American companies in order to restore them. He even suggested he might buy Coca-Cola in order to reintroduce cocaine into the ingredients of the software. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so what's going to happen? Is, Wasn't that the original? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, when, uh, let's see, when uh, I got the, the original medicine, here. Like medicine, wasn't it? Um, well, when uh, John Sith, Pember, P-E-M-B-E-R-T-O-N, Pemberton. Pemberton. Invented Coca-Cola mm-hmm. in the late 1800s and marketed as a temperance drink intended as a patient medicine. Mm-hmm. The name of the two of the original ingredients, coca leaves and cocaine, which cocaine's derived from, and coconuts, K-O-L-A, cola nuts, I guess it is, uh, a source of caffeine. So that's how <laughs> we got the name Coca-Cola. How about that? Mm-hmm. Contain an estimated nine milligrams of cocaine per glass. Compared to the typical dose of a user now of about 50 to 75 milligrams, according to this story, the company removed cocaine in 1903. Did you see where Elon Musk has even suggested um, that uh, uh, the campaign that he would immediately start with? And this, I don't know if it's what this yeah. means. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rick, you'll... Oh, the classic. <laughs> I remember our our school let a cover band come in, and they played that. I remember when I learned how to play it on guitar. I thought, well, that's pretty awesome. You know, I didn't really understand what we were all singing about. I didn't either. I thought it was a cool riff. Yeah, I did too. And it was. And it was a cool riff. Mm-hmm. still is. He also, Rick, made reference that he might want to buy McDonald's just to fix all the ice cream machines. That's that. Now he's having fun. Are you adding that one? No, that's that's in the story. If that's your ad, that's a great ad. No, it's in the story. If he's serious, I hope he does it. It's a running joke with him, too. They're always broke. (laughs) Look, hey, McDonald's, if y'all can't pull this off, just take it off the menu. (laughs) I mean, we can't have that many broke ice cream machines. Just take it off the menu. It's amazing how many places. uh, There's another place that I enjoy the yogurt that their their machines broke. I think they just quit and just give it up. Find that the company that was making the machines was behind the whole thing. Yes, so they could charge yes. maintenance. They sure yep. did. They sure did. That'll do it. Yeah. And then what I noticed too, you add that with, hey, I'm a, I'm, I'm in here working, and I'm kind of a young punk, and I don't like having to keep it clean to the level the <laughs> health department tells me. So I'm yeah. just going out like yeah. a shutdown. Yeah. yeah, that's a hassle. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a hassle. Sarge broke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, what? I've noticed a lot of them have gone uh, away from that machine to uh, just they call it, you know, hand dip. Oh yeah, where they'll like get the ice cream and, it, and then mix it up, you know, on demand. Ain't nothing wrong with a hand dip shake. No, mm-hmm. no, they're real good. Maybe better. And probably. Mm. What What do you call What do you call that I that ice cream one. that you just soft serve cr- that you just crack? crack I call out. that soft serve. Soft serve. Yeah. Soft serve. yeah. I, yeah, I, I wish we had one in I here. I remember like when, on a cruise ship where you just it? get it anytime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about when they dip it? Do you like it? When, do you like it when it comes? Well, you like it when it comes out with the ridges on it, or just comes out uh, smooth? I prefer the ridges, Rick. Really, I prefer the smooth. Yeah. What about yeah. when you can hit the middle one and <laughs> it, it mixes the two? Yeah, Ooh, you do either one. Chocolate, chocolate, vanilla, or the mix. I remember. Uh, I remember yeah, growing I up. I, I remember growing up, and and Dairy Queen was the only place you could get. That's right. And I put that DQ loop on it. Yeah, and I thought that was their unique thing. Let me tell you. Their soft serve is oh, the king. Oh, it's the king. That's why it's that. Oh, you remember you like when they put the chocolate on top of it? Oh, you talking about dip gum? Ain't yeah. nothing like a good dip with gum. It had that wax oh. on it. Oh, it, 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 it and it hardened it real, quick. real quick. Yeah, oh, then it was crunchy. I, I, I still if remember. We had one, right I wish now. we had that in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> we had our own dip cone machine. <laughs> right, <laughs> look at that right there. Please. Look, Bubba's getting him some. Oh, uh-huh. man. Look at that salty dog. Dare that up. That's too much. I can't handle that. I, I got to have yeah, one that'll you fall. That'll fall at some point. Y'all love the waffle cone. I love a oh, waffle. That's cone. such an upgrade too. Oh, Crunchy old waffle much cone. better than that old oh, yeah. sugar with cone. a marshmallow in the bottom to keep what, it from dripping out. Do y'all lick on the top or around when you, for ice cream? I'm sorry, for ice cream cone. Uh, what? No, uh, say that like again. y'all go? Do y'all go around side it? Like, or, like, <laughs> like y'all y'all side? <laughs> are y'all are y'all are y'all like? Don't, buddy, don't you're all done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not that one. Right. Just, like, what the about ice cream cones? Yeah. The I, first one. What are y'all talking about? I'm sorry. The first one you did. The second thing you did, I try not to ever do in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Right. I've seen those people. Yeah. Though. But uh, all you have like, to do is like ride they, on my school bus and you'll stop doing like that. It's like they, they, kiss, they kiss the top of it instead yeah. Yeah, of licking if, around just stop it. talking. If you'll go side, you can control it where it won't. Yes, correct. Correct. Because that's what you're working towards. You're working towards the, when you're almost finished, it's not all a mess. I think you work the top and you catch the side. 
outside when it's when it's when about it to drip. Uh-huh. When I was a kid, I didn't that's like that's the cones. That's why I said. When we go to Baskin Robbins, you remember this, Rick? When I was a kid, I didn't like the cones. I made them put it in the cup. I hated that. You always got a double cone. Two things I hated about you Bubba. when you were a kid when it came to ice cream. Yeah, you ate sherbet <laughs> and you ate in a cup. Yeah, sherbet sure. <laughs> in a cup. I understand that. I thought, yeah. this, I, I thought my brother huh. is, a, is a loser yeah. when it comes to ice cream. <laughs> uh, the, uh, well, the, the thing. Why, give did, me you a not like, did you not like the mess? Because I did, and I didn't like messy. the cone. And yeah, that right. I didn't like that. I didn't like the taste of the cone. Now that was before the waffle cone. Yeah, yeah. you're the had the regular and then had the double cone. Uh, See, I would tear up some double with hey, chocolate double. Rocky Road or something. No, no I get that double, double cone. That God, double the double cone. was great. Mm. But I, you know, what I like my favorite cone though is the sugar cone. I don't like the cake cone. The sugar cone's better. Oh, the sugar cone is good. Yeah, and that's more like a waffle cone. Yes. Yeah, Let me tell you, the waffle yeah. when you walk in and they're making the waffle cones and you can smell them. Yeah. Do, you remember, do you remember when they'd have the crunched up ones you could sample in the little what about little the waffle, container? What, what about the waffle? You think cone? my chubby hand didn't find that? <laughs> what about the waffle cone with the with the chocolate around it mm-hmm. on oh, the yeah. cone? Yeah. Mm. What? Yeah. Rick, come yeah. on. Especially Man. around the top, just around the top. It Rick, it's like people don't know when to stop. You remember that time we were, at, we were at somebody's house at some half party, and uh, we all got hungry, and we found in their pantry they just had them ice cream cones you could buy in the big box, and we sat there and just ate ice cream. <laughs> we <laughs> ate a whole box of them. I do remember I that. starving. I, I do, starving I do right remember now. that. I do remember Seems that. Like we got mm. them blowing them. Yeah. Made a mess. Yeah, They're very messy. Yeah, they oh, hey, your standard cake cone, messy. Messy. Yeah, and the, but I, I saw uh, you got the eat. You know, I kind of wish Elon would buy Disney, or at least I, mean, I don't know if he could buy the whole thing, but a big chunk of it. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> if I'm him, though, I buy a sports team. Wouldn't you? Just for oh, fun? I'd have bought that immediately yeah. when NFL I became the richest team? man in the yeah. world. A good NFL team. I may have a team in every sport. <laughs> yeah, with his whole, money, ha- have the big uh, three synergy. Yeah, yeah in the, the big, big three. three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that'd be, that would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, he went in and bought Disney and just stopped all this foolishness. Well, at least bought enough of it they had to deal with it. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Sure. We need to do a list of things that we want Elon Musk to buy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our wish list. This studio. Yeah. That'd be a nice I bet we could be able to cue better. Yeah. <laughs> Scheduled to appear on the program today, Dinesh D'Souza. And um, so a speedy. Uh, is uh, is is working on trying to to get him on the show, but uh, we do not have him yet. So uh, we're we're waiting on him, and uh, he's doing a lot of interviews about the movie, so they all could be running behind. So no Dinesh uh, as of yet, uh, but we have been told that he uh, he will be on, but we are running behind. But what and, a fun and, name to say! Oh uh, well, it just uh, Dinesh I, I, D'Souza. Well, it took me forever to even get. I mean, when it first but, came but out, but once I was you get like, it, yeah. though, it's it's fun to it say. Is, it is fun to say. Um, Two thousand. If mules. he was an eclectic, we'd really have something. Ooh. Mm-hmm. By the way, that was really good. Thank you. I mean, you, you can tell you've worked on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you tell me, I get locked in. I'm yeah. okay. But. Look, let me tell you something. You hit me with an architectural review right now. We're going to roll. Architectural review. How, how about Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy. Very good. How about Ecclesiastes? Ecclesiastes. Well, you're on. What was the one we struggled with in that commercial the other day? Vulnerabilities. Uh, no, uh, vul- vulner- vulnerabilities. <laughs> vul- vulner- vulnerabilities. Vulnerabilities. That's what it was. Vulnerabilities. Vulnerability. 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 I can say it like vulner- that. But but if I need to get up, if I'm like, if I'm rolling out a monologue and, yeah. it, and it's sitting there and I need to do it yeah. in the same rhythm of the conversation, it's a bad. lot of problems. Yeah, a lot of yeah. thinking involved. So, so you know, you need to you need to address the vulnerability. That's tough. The vulnerabilities of the plan. The yeah. vulnerabilities. All right, I see Speedy talking to Dinesh. It looks like on his computer. So it, it looks like we're about to, uh, to I used talk. to struggle with Toyota. I know. I remember. Are that. you we saying you don't struggle with that anymore? <laughs> I'm glad you fixed Toyota. <laughs> right. You, you got to yeah. spit the That's toy. That's what I mean. Yeah. Toyota. Toyota. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and get the toy out. Then you yeah. usually do okay. That's it. Uh, but the but I can uh, say funeral, but I can't say vulnerabilities. <laughs> yeah, well, I've noticed that the way <laughs> you, you on Toyota and because I because I, I share the vulnerability of yeah. the vulnerability. Right. Uh, are we up and running here? Uh, is the one second? One, one segment. One segment. We can't get this all in in one segment. We should have been on time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, so D- Dinesh D'Souza. Dinesh. Uh, we can't get this in in one segment. we got a lot to do. Dinesh. Uh, you know what? You guys are just going to have to have me come back and, and, and finish up. So we'll do. Let's do part one, and we, we can do part two another time. All right, so 2,000 Mules. 
Uh, it's uh, it's going to be available coming out uh, next week at a limited release starting uh, on uh, on May second and Wednesday May fourth and then and then it it we got a, a virtual premiere that'll be coming on May seventh uh, and uh, also to be available for digital download uh, on May seventh. But let's talk about because Dinesh, we we have all been suspect of this election, but nobody has been able to get a case heard. And then every time it was brought up, I remember Sidney Powell. We it was like, hey, this is, hey, we're going, we're about to, hey, we're going to release the Kraken, and and it just never happened. There was no prosecutable evidence. So so I think is the term. So right? tell me about the documentary. Why why did why did this? If it's so blatant, which I think we all go, how did this happen? Why hasn't there ever been a ruling in in toward the favor of of, of a of a rigged election? Well, I, I would say the short answer is because the evidence that has been uncovered that is in this movie has never been seen in public before. Uh, we're not talking about the old accusations. Okay. Uh, Sidney Powell, for example, talked about a lot of affidavits that she had collected about fraud. Um, and, you know, for a third party, the affidavit is like, well, it depends on the reliability of who that guy is and what he says and whether you believe him or not. Now, I want to emphasize that kind of a good way to approach our movie, 2000 Mules, is kind of forget everything you know about voter fraud. Okay. Forget what you think you know. Don't worry about anomalies like how is it that Trump won the bellwether counties but never won the election? Because anomalies are interesting. But even though they're odd, they could have some explanation. So anomalies don't amount to proof. And I think this is really part of the reason, not the whole reason, that these courts went, well, A, we don't really see it, and B, even if you can show me some fraud, was there enough fraud to tip the election? Right. So right. in the movie, we answer those questions. And we say, A, there was enough fraud to tip the election, and B, we are in a position to prove it to you beyond a reasonable doubt, and even better than proving it to you in a kind of intellectual sense, we're about to show it to you. Uh, you can see the criminals in the act. That's uh, those are those are high charges. I mean, uh, yeah. Let me ask you this: is it is it just possible that in 2016 that that Trump won a fairly close election in a lot of fronts, and he lost a fairly close election in 2020 because of a lot of moms in suburbia who just didn't like mean tweets? Is that possible? Of course it's possible. In fact, this is the reason I haven't said one word about elec election fraud in over a year. Uh, Trump could have uh, um, made inroads in the black and Hispanic community. He could have increased his share of the working class vote, but he could have alienated more suburbanites. And so, you know, it's that old saying, you pick up some on the turn, but you, or at least the ones you lose on the turn, you pick up on the straightaway. Right. Uh, it's quite possible that Trump could have lost. The other thing is, let's remember that COVID wrecked the positive indices of the Trump economy. So I'm not one of these people who insists that Trump, you know, sort of by some intuition must have won. No, it's a factual matter whether he did win or he didn't win. And I think that's the approach that characterizes this movie. It's measured, it's skeptical, there's no shouting, it entertains rival explanations, it presents uh, evidence, and then it does the math. It, uh, it says, okay, well, we have this much fraud in Michigan, but would it have been enough to tip the state of Michigan? Let's take a look. So it's eye-opening for people to watch this because it's at a completely different level than anything you've seen before. And that's going to be your approach. Here, here's all the information, here's everything we have, and it's going to be comprehensive uh, a, a comprehensive look about uh, at this. Now, let me ask you this: on what you've discovered, and we certainly won't don't have time to unpack everything that's in the movie. Uh, that's why we need the movie. But, but what what has anything been done, Dinesh? And I think this is the concern that these same things couldn't just happen again at the midterms, and they couldn't just happen again at the next uh, presidential election. The uh... What we describe in the movie is being partially addressed by some of these voter integrity laws. So voter integrity laws that strengthen voter ID, they strengthen signature matching requirements, they um, outlaw uh, money 
uh, private money from people like Zuckerberg uh, uh, being used to infiltrate election offices uh, or pay for these mail-in drop boxes. All of that, I think, is a positive development. Uh, there are some other crucial things that also need to happen, and those are spelled out. They're kind of obvious in the movie. I mean, you'll see mules, video of mules in the middle of the night, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. These are guys in hoodies. Uh, they're wearing gloves so that they don't leave any fingerprints, uh, and they're stuffing ballots into drop boxes. Well, some of those drop boxes uh, have video surveillance, and we use the official video surveillance in the movie. But many of the other drop boxes don't have that video surveillance. And my question is, why not? In the 21st century, with the low cost of technology, when you have video surveillance in every parking lot, why not have video surveillance of every single drop box? Dinesh, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, voter ID and, and all of that's been a hot topic. And for most of us, it just makes sense that if you have to show an ID to check into a hotel, you have to show an ID to go into Congress. I mean, IDing who you are is, is just part of moving around in our country sometimes. Even though we are free, you have to prove who you are. So why is it considered so evil to ask someone to ID themselves to vote? It makes absolutely no sense. And, you know, this notion that somehow if you are a person of color, well, I mean, frankly, I'm a person of color. <laughs> so the idea is, well, Dinesh, man, you know, somehow I can get an ID to go to the airport. I can get an ID to open an account in the bank. But, you know, when it comes to vote, man, getting an ID is really tough. Uh, you know, you can't expect to put those kinds of obstacles on me. This may, you know, suppress my right to vote. I mean, just to say all this is, this is like a Saturday Night Live routine. Uh, and so the people who say this are basically fundamentally dishonest. And the fact that they can do it with a straight face is kind of laughable. Well, we want to congratulate you for overcoming, uh, you know, the fact that uh, you are a person of color and you were still able to pull that off. Well done. This is this has been a difficult. This is why I had to go to an Ivy League school. <laughs> Dinesh, let me ask you this: Is this movie going to make some people in high places right. mad? Are they, and are they, are they going to come looking for you again yeah. with the handcuffs? Yeah, are they after you again after this one? Well, the last time I made the mistake of exceeding the campaign finance law, and so the vindictive narcissist in the White House, Obama, you know, he had a pretext to go after me. But I've gotten, you know, this is this is all part of the education of Dinesh D'Souza. I've been getting really smart lately. And so even though they may want to come get me with this movie, this movie, by the way, is, has much bigger implications than my Obama movie. Uh, and it's going to blow the minds of Democrats see this movie. They'll be deeply shaken as they leave the theater or as they see the closing credits. By the way, let me mention it's 2000mules.com. That's the website. That'll show you the five different ways to watch the movie. Okay. And this is important that you go to the website because we're in an age of censorship and no topic is more censored in America today than election fraud. So I've got to put the movie only on uncancelable platforms. So it'll be available the end of next week for digital download, but not in the usual places. No Apple iTunes, no Amazon Prime. It's going to be on places where the left can't take it down. Right. Uh, or, or we could go to the platforms that Elon Musk will buy in the future. <laughs> how, how did you feel about the Twitter buy? Give us your input on it real quick. Well, I mean, it's fantastic. Uh, my, my favorite part of it was the crying Twitter Asian Indian lawyer. Uh, <laughs> by the way, she's not crying because she was deplatformed or she was canceled. She's crying because she no longer has the right to cancel other people. You know, she reminds me a little bit of the prison guard in the Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> where he's beating up with people with great glee throughout the movie. And at the end, when he gets caught, oh, you know, he suddenly starts crying. Yeah. So this is what's going on. It's delightful to watch and the left is angry because for censorship to work they need all the mainstream platforms now they got facebook and they got youtube but elon musk has clawed away twitter uh and this is why this is such dismaying news for the people who want to censor their political opponents thank you dinesh d'souza i know we, you're we busy. gotta have part two maybe part yeah. three of this yeah right? we want to continue hey uh, anytime guys yeah you. let's do it again thanks for getting us uh we'll call you tomorrow yeah <laughs> <laughs> 2,000 Mules. Good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you, Dinesh. Dinesh D'Souza, 2,000mules.com. 2,000mules.com. You see all the different ways you can get this documentary. And as he said, this is not th – forget what you've all, you've seen before. This is all new stuff. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And, uh, and props to Dinesh or whoever's with him. 
that see that's the way Zoom is supposed to work. Yeah, it's it looked good, it's sounded good, supposed to look good, sound good. Not one lockup, not one issue. Uh, I mean, I'm like, Bubba sits here. It drives you. I think you're more crazy than me. Had we'll, good lighting. Yeah, we'll see people do Zoom stuff on like major networks, and we're like, oh, is, that the, is that the only effort you can give right there? You know, you've heard my speech. Oh yeah, that's what I said. Crazy. I just said I think it bothers you even more than it, it does, does me, and it bothers it me. Trust me. Uh, so anyway, two thousand mules dot com. All right, let's. Uh, uh, that and and uh, if I've you know every documentary I've seen all of them that he's put out. Now, he knows how to put one together. Oh, he does a great yeah. job. So this will be. I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, now that I've interviewed him, I, I have to see it now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have yeah. to. I have to go and see yeah. see what's going Y'all on. Take yeah. a look at that trailer yet? I haven't. Mm. Pretty compelling. Wow. Can, we, can we look at it? Let's just look at uh, it. Now. It's on the uh, the two thousand mules dot com. Um, Adler's showing it now. Pot, pot it up, Rick. Let's see. Yeah, oh, goodness. I didn't mean, for, I didn't mean yeah, for us we just to do this. Oh, my so goodness. Now our prisoner swap's over. Uh, voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. So we're watching it. Let me say it again. The 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Let me begin by asking a very simple question. Do we know the truth about what really happened in the 2020 election? I think millions of Americans know something went wrong, and they have little pieces, and no one's really put it together. I'm agnostic on this question. (laughs) Oh, here comes Prager. I'm awaiting more information. If I believed the president were a Nazi, I might steal an election. Bold accusations require bold evidence, and they haven't seen it. We have been working on something big. Show me the money. Can we meet? I've been working with Greg Phillips. He has a deep background in election intelligence. True the Vote has the largest store of election intelligence for the 2020 elections in the world. No one has more data than we do. We identified in Atlanta 242 mules that went to an average of 24 drop boxes. But Philadelphia alone, we've identified more than 1,100 mules. What is a mule? Person picking up ballots and running them to the drop boxes. This is not grandma out walking her dog. Bad backgrounds, bad reputations. They are interested in one thing, that's money. And in no shape, in no way, in no time, is that legal. This is organized crime. Do you have video evidence? Four million minutes of surveillance video around the country. Mm. What you're about to see is disturbing. So this is uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. Don't we all vote at 1 o'clock in the morning? (laughs) One night, this person, this mule, went across six counties to 27 different drop boxes. I call it the Mexican Mafia, seriously, uh, because they they work like that. This is jaw-dropping. What you showed is frightening. It's just sickening to me. Now we come to the most important question of all. Was the magnitude of vote trafficking enough to tip the balance in the 2020 presidential election? It's not a leap to say this would have made a difference. They have ruined Election Day in the United States of America. That's provable. And that's enough for me to fight the left with every fiber in my body. Without free and fair elections, we are not a democracy. We are a criminal cartel masquerading as a democracy. 2,000 mules. Boy, I way to put trailer again. It's good. Mm. That's good. Hey, evidence, I, I, I like how he started. He took conservatives, and you saw even within the conservatives, there were people that kind of where yeah. we land that yeah. said, yeah. look, I, I'm not going to say this happened because nobody's proven it. And then he shows them everything he's got, and then all of a sudden starts kicking around again. Suddenly, yeah. suddenly Prager's mad. He's yeah. upset. Everybody's going nuts. Mm-hmm. Elders, even the ones that were like, eh, you got, you got to show me something. He said, all right, I think I will. Well, like I say, we've had other movies done on this topic. Mike Lindell you know, did the movie. It really didn't catch any traction. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how this is. Well, I Dinesh think- is uh, excellent uh, you know, at doing these things, and uh, – I'm I'm anxious to see it really. Yeah, and you know, may look. It goes back to we know that that it's not going to do anything to change what's already happened, but it it might could do some good to be sure that these at least whether you believe it had an impact or not, the things that happened that we don't allow to happen. Maybe we need to police that a little better. Yeah, yeah and one uh, thing I haven't heard is that in the upcoming midterms. 
and this is the question a lot are asking, is all these accusations and mishandling and, and suspicious packages and all, has all that been resolved and, and, and going into these midterms, are we confident that the same thing's not going to happen well, again? Well, you heard Dinesh say that. He said, now, some of these things are being resolved, but that's why you see the left attacking voter ID as racist. And of course, I don't know how in the world you make that case. Yeah. But it's because those kind of things will help to keep this kind of stuff from happening. The pandemic really presented an opportunity yeah, where, where to push the edge and, and mm-hmm. do away with the checks. Yeah, because everybody know? starts saying you can't ask me to put myself no. at risk, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give a little bit on the way I'm gonna vote this time. And that's why they didn't like Fauci saying the pandemic is we're not under a pandemic anymore. He had to go back and change that because right. if 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 we're not under pandemic status, which we're not, by the way, then you can't justify. Well, you got you got to let me fudge a little bit right here because I may be in danger. And uh, and they were able to do that the first, the last time. Yeah, it, well, and that's why you go against voter ID and you say it's racist. We can't have that because that would help, mm-hmm. you know, uh, kind of protect against this it, kind of stuff. Absentee ballots are important, but like most of the time, like in our state, you have to request one by a certain date. Right. You have to fill out multiple forms. You have to prove who you are. When you request one, then they send it to you. You send it in. When you mail absentee ballots to everybody, yep, yep, I mean yep, you're yep. just you're just asking for trouble with no idea of who who's getting them, or and then that brings in ballot harvesting. Do you think that's fair and legal or not? Some people think they ought to be able to sell their vote. Some don't. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right, so, Bubba, you were telling me about this. You know, we always hear these stories about people being served papers. There's and, movies about yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, and, you know? and, and, and what is the – because do you know the background of that, how, the, these rules on how you can be served and how you avoid being served? They, ha- they have to give it to you in person, don't they? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Uh, thank goodness we hadn't had a lot of that. I know we had one guy camping out on us one time. I but... forgot about that. <laughs> Sure the uh, but right. th- this is about Olivia Wilde though the actress who's very popular. Um, she's thirty eight years old, Rick, and she was giving a presentation to about forty one hundred movie executives in Las Vegas. She's just directed a new movie called uh, Don't Worry, Darling, and the event was called CinemaCon. Well, she's on stage addressing these folks when someone approaches the stage and hands her an envelope that's marked personal and confidential. Well, she opens it on stage, I guess maybe thinking somebody was giving her a script or I don't know what she thought it was, but it was actually papers dealing with the custody battle with her ex-boyfriend. Oh, boy. Who is, uh, how do you say his last name? Jason? Sedeckis. Sedeckis. Better known as Ted Lasso. Sedeckis. Coach Lasso to you, friend. Coach Lasso. Mm -hmm. And uh, so (laughs) she was actually served papers on stage. It said it shook her up for a minute. But she got her act together and finished her presentation. Couldn't they just wait till she walked off stage? No, well, they've been well that's the thing. Can't I, get her. I think it's it's hard to catch some of these that, folks. That's somebody getting after it. Now, her and uh, Jason started dating in 2011. They got engaged in 2012 and then separated in 2020. Uh, she is currently dating Harry Styles, who was the star of her movie that she directed. Interesting. Okay. So they, She's 38 and Styles is 28. So she was she was dating Coach Lasso. Yes, <laughs> they they produced a child out of that two, relationship. Two kids. Two, two yeah. kids. Yeah. Didn't want to bother with marriage, and so now they're they're fighting over how who gets to see the yeah. kids win. I bet that's I a great environment for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. It is it strange. Is. Yeah. 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 is forty six. Yeah, she's thirty eight. Right. Right. And Harry Styles is twenty eight. So she went the other way. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So Jason has said, or so sources close to him have said that he did not realize that she would be served in such a public and embarrassing way. But she was. Mm. Coach Lasso's getting team ready. Mm. Yeah. Just had to get it done when he hey, The, the processor that, got it done, didn't he? He got it delivered. Well, look, that, I Don't, mean, do you, you, scream, it off you, his do you list. scream you've been served after you've handed it? I think you have to, yeah. One of the guys off of Friends, wasn't he in a movie about serving papers? Didn't I see that one time? You may be right. Uh, Chandler, the one that played Chandler, wasn't he a, a guy that served papers to people? And he had all kind of problems trying to catch him. <laughs> I really don't know. Did I dream that? No, you may be right. Yeah, I think you may I'm be right. Sure. Uh, I, 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 I don't know enough about it to dispute that. Um, but imagine being on stage in front of 4,100 people doing whatever you do and somebody coming up and handing you an envelope 
and and yeah. you being served papers. Well, right like you said, especially during the presentation. Oh, I know. All right, so Adler, uh, video 10 uh, A, and, and we may get B, because I want Bubba to speak to this, because I'm, I'm now Ooh. starting to see it all over social media, this this fake space deal. I mean, I, it literally somebody has retweeted it today and sent it to me, and they're even putting things over it like, oh, look at this beautiful – and we do live in you know a fallen creation, but God does – but. Right. But unfortunately, they keep using a piece of video that's fake, uh, and uh, and and that is and, and, and Bob, I know this is kind of. I, I haven't seen the clip. I've heard people discussing it, and I've heard several people it, say it's, it's fake. It's gone viral, and it's claiming to show the moon at the North Pole, uh, but uh, but but it isn't. It it it's, it's been doctored right. It's, it's completely. A fake piece. Uh, it's a fake presentation. Yes, and, and some people thought it was real. And, and Greg. And oh, that's way too. How big. do you think oh, that's real? No, people Seriously. thought this was real, guys. Are you serious? Yes. People, people really did. What in the they world? They didn't really think it was real. Did they, they did. They said this is what it looks like at the North Pole no. with the moon. <laughs> Surely oh, they did. Not. People just make stuff up and see if <laughs> somehow go for it. Where a day lasts twenty four hours, <laughs> and you have a five second eclipse, and you have a five second eclipse at the North Pole. Everybody knows that. Yeah. And then it disappears. Everybody knows that. Look, it's and a very creative piece of video, but there's no way that's real. I knew this would fly all over. Yeah, well, the moon's not that mad. big. You know, it's not you that never close. know, guys. What I mean, that there? looks like it looks like you're in orbit around the moon there. <laughs> yeah. well, huh? Greg, the moon. Greg, Greg, the moon's not closer to North Pole. Well, Greg, Actually, you, be further away. You never really know. It looks like the moon. It looks like the moon's about to eat the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what do we now, do? I've never been in the North Pole. That may be real. I think you're right, Greg. <laughs> well, I uh, it it's it's interesting to see. You'd actually be closer to the moon at the equator, right? It's, uh, <laughs> because it is a ball, right? But anyway, uh, go ahead. It's uh, yeah. There's a, there's a lot a uh, lot of people a <laughs> lot of people think they got them something here. Yeah, Rick, uh, I, I don't even I don't, I don't even know. know science to look at that and know that ain't yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you that's that looks manufactured. And then to make the things moving work. real quick, y'all, real quick. <laughs> to make things worse, people are now commenting and retweeting like, oh yeah, I've, I saw this in person. It's so beautiful. No, they're sure. not. Yes. 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 You're like, making that up. No, people are like, that oh, doesn't yeah. surprise me. What's wrong with the people? <laughs> and people like messing with people. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me in the least. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, my. I was there one time. I saw it from a zoo. <laughs> it's um, pretty. For, I touched the moon. For real scale, now this is this shows the planets and, and, and moons and everything way closer yeah. than they actually are, but this actually shows the actual scale <laughs> of the planets and things like that and the rate at which they spin. So if the Earth spins at this rate where you guys can see here, yeah. I was really shocked to see how fast Jupiter is going. I mean, yeah, it, Jupiter's it's hauling. like it's on crack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, boy, yeah. Jupiter's really yeah. going. Wow, no, look at going. that thing! Look how much bigger it is too. Yeah, that's, that's your big boy. And see, look how much bigger Jupiter is than Earth. And look, Rick, look at the sun behind it. I mean, yeah. the Earth is a is a dot. On Check the sun. your anus, but I hate to. Be I, I was <laughs> waiting. Thank you. In Greg. my mind, I said <laughs> it I took will like bet, ten I seconds. Bet wow. he says that. So long as he's ever waiting. Yeah, <laughs> I did. That's why I did it. Yeah. I knew y'all were expecting it. <laughs> then it uncontrollably came. Now out. see, Rick, look how big the star is versus Earth. You can't even see the dot now in the comparison. Wow, your anus isn't very big. <laughs> it's near. Yeah, it's twice. <laughs> That's bothered us all, Rick. Just put it down. I hate to you who's retweeted. And even put a comment up there. What beautiful world we live in. He's probably listening right now. Please Can I see Rick? Probably on his morning walk listening to the show. That's fine. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, me. Well, I'm sorry. But did you see Did you see how much bigger the sun was? Rick, are you having an attack over there? I was trying to show Speedy this and realized I needed to hit that button at the same time. I had too much stuff and not enough hands. Hit the short one at 30. You'll be gone. Uh, so we'll so be a little little fluctuation in that star wouldn't affect that little dot at all, would it? Mm-hmm. All right, who's going who's gonna to reach out to him and let him know? I don't have the heart to do it. Mm-hmm. Bubba, that's really your He's probably knows, I haven't Rick. seen anything. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, buddy, I'm going to tell you, the headline on this one just says it all, doesn't it, Bubba? I mean, uh, Alabama police search for woman on stolen lawnmower who stole... Crimson Tide yard sign. A road tide. Rick, there's a picture of the female thief, suspect. Uh, I'll go ahead and They're see saying that she made her getaway on a stolen riding lawnmower. Wow. If you know this person, uh, please contact the Flomaton Police Department uh, on their Facebook page, they're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, police in Escambia County say they do not know the identity of the woman. But they say the items pictured in a small trailer pulled by the lawnmower are also stolen. 
the trailer, police say, is also stolen. So everything in the picture well is stolen. Well-written story. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the, the lawnmower, the trailer, and the items in it, the identity of the female unknown. All right. Roll Tide. The victim said, keep the lawnmower, just give me the Alabama signs. You can keep the dang old lawnmower, just bring me back my sign. Mike, my script A. Well, you know, uh, well, think, here's something, though, that, that some of you out there. That <laughs> I see be, the script A in the wagon. <laughs> some of you will be pleased she is wearing a protective mask from COVID. She is. Or trying to disguise her face. Right. One, or or one, or one, one or the other. Uh, outside on the lawnmower. Now, see, this, this story is so so poorly put together. They just all of a sudden throw a, a random phrase in here. The Alabama A that we're mentioning represent the Chiefs' favorite football team. Chief of Police? What are they talking about? Uh, I guess is so. Yeah. Or, Did or, she steal the A from the Chief of Police? <laughs> on house? a stolen lawnmower? <laughs> Who's the Chief? They just throw that in here. Chief of what? Do you not yeah. see the, the line I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, I see it. Yeah, I, read, I mean, the whole, the whole thing the is kind of bizarre. Uh, the story's bizarre. It's written bizarre. All right, okay, how about this? I guess it is because the story is on Flomaton, as you said. Police posted on their Facebook page. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if it says the A represents the Chiefs' favorite football team, has she stolen the Chief of Police's Alabama A? And his lawnmower? I think she's just saying that the Chief is an Alabama football. The story's saying the Chief is an Alabama football. I'm starting to believe it's all fake. Okay, I see what you're saying. (laughs) I think. I don't know. Did we get to one of these weird sites that's not real? No. No. AL.com. That's a weird one. It gets weirder by the day. Yeah. Maybe Elon's going to buy it. If Dickie had our call to report everything stolen, what would it sound like? Hey, hello. Is this Flomington? Dickie Nadbar, a road tide. <laughs> I'm missing one Alabama A from a yard woman on my on my lawnmower toting my A. Probably an Aldi. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com. Spell out A. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.